Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, my beauties, and welcome to this episode, Sexual Healing and Awakening, from numbness to body shaking, squirting, enlightening orgasms. Doesn't that sound amazing? This episode is the very first episode that I'm ever, full episode I'm ever recording for the podcast. So that's exciting and slightly terrifying. So I'm going for probably one of the most vulnerable taboo topics going around or that I'm going to be talking about on my podcast, certainly. Today, I want to share with you a story from my life that has been one of the biggest most vulnerable and also most triumphant journeys that I've ever been on. And it's quite vulnerable for me to share so publicly, but I'm going to share it from my heart and trust that whatever comes out um, is what needs to be shared and what needs to be heard because I do feel so passionate about sharing this story. I feel like if only I could have heard a story like this on my journey, it would have changed everything for me. And I make a point of sharing this story whenever I'm around people that are talking about this or in groups that I'm in that are sexuality related, you know, with women who are struggling because I'm like, if you can know this, this will just give you the knowing of what's possible that you need for your journey. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through my journey of my connection to my sexuality. And by that, I mean my body, my pleasure, surrender, femininity, orgasms, basically my sexuality in regards to my ability to feel and experience pleasure, sexual turn-on and orgasms. I'm not going to go into nitty-gritty detail about how I did certain things because we would be here for fucking days, but I want to show you what's possible and what's available, especially if you're coming from a place anything like where I was or if you're just wanting to discover more inside yourself. So this is really a journey of the self. And for me, it turned into a very spiritual journey along the way of personal transformation and awakening, which you'll hear more about at the end of this episode. It turned out to be so much less about intimacy with my partner, which was my initial motivation, and so much more about intimacy with my self, life, and the universe. And I pray that this episode serves you in some way and inspires you on your journey because this has truly been one of the most magical life discoveries for me. All right, enough of my introduction. So where to start? Again, I'm not going to go into full context around everything. So I'm just going to start when I was 18. So when I was 18, I was sexually active and I was finding myself in this situation where I I mentally wanted to have sex, but I 
could not get physically turned on at all. I could not um, get any self-lubrication. I couldn't feel any pleasure inside my vagina. It felt completely numb and to touch my clitoris just kind of hurt or felt annoying. It didn't feel good at all. And because this was quite early on in my sexual experience, it led me to this belief that I'm broken. This is the way that I am. There's something totally wrong with me. No one else is like this. I tried researching it online. I tried finding answers about it. And I guess even, yeah, with my part, my partner at the time was a bit older and I just felt like this isn't normal. No one else has this. There's something completely wrong with me and I don't know what it is and no one seems to know what it is and I can't seem to find any information on it. So I had um, my best friend at the time, who was my childhood best friend, literally from age four, uh, and she was my housemate. And so she was the one person, apart from like a new partner, I guess that I would have to explain this to, that I could imagine talking to about it. And I, I was so upset about it. I felt really ashamed and really fucked up. And I remember talking to her about it and she encouraged me to go and talk to my GP about it. So why don't you talk to your GP about it? And I thought, well, there's something that's wrong with me. Obviously it's not really a medical thing for my GP, but whatever, I'll give it a go. So luckily I had the sweetest, the actual sweetest, kindest, most caring, beautiful female GP. So I plucked up the courage to talk to her about it and, you know, cry my eyes out and tell her what I was experiencing. And she proceeded to ask me a bunch of questions about my mental health and my childhood. And I was, I was an extremely depressed teenager. It was this thing of this energy of, I don't know what that is, but um, what she said to me was uh, parts of your body that are non-essential can shut down if you're experiencing things like depression. So um, I would suggest that you go and see a psychologist. I'll give you a referral for a psychologist. And so I was like, okay. Uh, And I went to a psychologist and the first one was terrible and it was was traumatic for me to have to go through and share, this is my whole story. This is what's wrong with me. This is all my childhood shit, (laughs) which I'd just done with the doctor. And then uh, that psychologist wasn't a fit. So I went and saw another one. And anyway, I saw her for a while and she never once brought up with me anything about my sexual concerns, which is obviously why I was there. I remember maybe six or eight months into seeing her. She hadn't said anything. Nothing had changed. So I got up the courage to say something and say, hey, you know, I haven't, nothing's really changed for me in that area. And she responded to me like this. She said, oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that must be really bad. You mean, you mean not at all? Not even like with this new partner I'd had? Um, and she just reacted like, oh, wow. Okay. We, we better put you on antidepressants then. And so literally this psychologist who couldn't even address that I had sexual concerns in the session just referred me to have antidepressants to help fix it. Antidepressants, which probably most of you know, have a side effect of reduced libido. 
And so, you know, that that opened a whole nother can of worms for me thinking, oh man, I've been diagnosed with depression. I've got to be on antidepressants. I'm not going to go down there, but <laughs> it was, I think it was a kind of damaging experience really. So I started these antidepressants and felt even more fucked up and even more like there's something so wrong with me. I'm so deeply ashamed of this. And I luckily told my mom not long after I started the antidepressants and she got me to tell her the name and she looked them up and she called me back and she said, get off them. And she sent me some links to these forums with hundreds and hundreds of comments of people saying the withdrawal symptoms have been so bad. They hadn't been able to get off them. And so, so I went off them straight away, luckily, because they obviously would not have fucking done anything helpful at all. Uh, So I went back to, okay, well, that's the medical systems approach. That's all they've got. (laughs) They don't have anything else to tell me about my mysterious condition that I think I'm the only one in the world that's got this. God, I hope things are different now. So I just continued to look online basically. And I did find this one guy, it was way back when online courses were starting and he actually had some stuff. He actually had a female orgasm thing and talked more about the psychology. Again, it was very basic. It wasn't really going to help me, but I, at least, you know, I was starting to find something and I, I would get my partner, I think a, a couple of boyfriends I had different times uh, to watch it. And it didn't really help though. It was still a bit too focused on not going to, I guess, the deep places that you need to go to. But anyway, so I was still just trying to find things. I then had a partner that I just quite quickly started to experience some big shifts with, huge shifts in self-lubricating and getting turned on and starting to feel some pleasure during sex, which was just amazing. It was so good for me. And that when that when after that relationship ended, the next relationship that I went to, it did start off that way, but then it completely went back to what it was like when I was 18, when I couldn't get turned on at all. I couldn't get lubricated. I couldn't feel any pleasure, just complete sexual shutdown. And that really affected that relationship that I was in, that that partner really couldn't handle it. And it resulted in a really, really shitty ending to that relationship. Um, But also around this time, before that relationship ended, I had started my personal development and spiritual development journey, I guess. I had started to find, you know, learn about the connection between your thoughts and your emotions and your body and what you create. And, you know, it's basically the whole idea of how things are connected, how you are creating things. And that led me to um, this energetic healers retreat that I did, this training. And that led me to actually call into question a memory that I had around and, and start to realize that I probably had sexual trauma. And what that did was then actually give me a new way to come at it and keep researching how the fuck to do something about this. I I was feeling so sexually shut down after the breakup. I felt like I couldn't, I literally couldn't imagine having sex with someone again. I just felt it just so closed and fucked up about it all. And I ended up searching literally on YouTube for 
sexual healing, sexual trauma healing meditation or something like that. Crying one night, just feeling so broken. And I came across this video of Layla Martins um, and she had just started her YouTube channel, I think very recently. So, you know, I mean, there's so much out. If you were to Google any of this stuff now, it's a different world. It's a different story. There's so many people out there teaching this stuff and um, Tantra, which, you know, and just how trauma is stored in the body or that kind of thing. It wasn't there when I first started researching this stuff. So anyway, I found one of Layla Martin's YouTube's videos, which explained very clearly how sexual trauma is stored in the body and that when that happens, women can experience numbness or pain during sex. It just explained 100% my quote unquote condition, this thing that I, I couldn't find any evidence for other women experiencing and thought it was a fundamental broken, flawed thing about me, just explained explained it in plain English. And I just remember that moment and just thinking to myself, yes, this is obviously exactly what it is. You know, the saying truth has a ring to it. I really believe that it does. And when you hear truth, sometimes you're just like, duh, how didn't I already know this? That's obviously, I just know it. I just know that that is true. And so this was the first person I'd come across that seemed to actually understand what was going on for me. So I emailed her straight away and asked if she did sessions with people, could she work with me? And she said she wasn't taking any new one-to-one clients. And she actually had a course opening at that time, which I didn't think, I wasn't sure if I could benefit from because I thought I was little, you know, 10 step backwards from there. But if you bought the course and you pay if you bought the upsell for an extra 1200 US dollars you could get 3 sessions with her and i would have done anything this was the first person that seemed to know what was going on inside my body and so i i did it. i bought the course and got the session upgrade so that i got to have one to one sessions with her which then meant that i i continued actually for quite a while having one to one sessions with her got my foot in the door <laughs> And I didn't, during this time, the time that I worked with Layla, I didn't actually experience any physical, tangible shifts in my body and my sexuality, but I just learned so much about how I needed to, and I guess starting to process the emotional side and just, it, and it also just led me to those next steps. I through the forums in there, I learned about dearmoring. I learned about yoni massage, and I was like, "Okay, great, that's what I need next. That's where I need to go." And so, not long after this, I moved to Byron Bay, and my single focus was sexual healing. I am going to fucking figure this out and heal my sexuality, um, and you know, return to my natural state, birthright of pleasure and orgasmicness. And so not long after getting there, I, um, I started getting some yoni massage, which oh, was fucking terrifying to start with, but so amazing. I learned so much about myself. I learned how uncomfortable it was for me to feel pleasure, like seriously uncomfortable. It was so hard to stay inside my own skin and my own body and let myself feel it. It was amazing. I never knew that was actually an issue for me. 
So I learned so much. I took these these seven day immersive retreat courses in Australia and New Zealand, uh, the ISTA courses, and I did all of the levels all in a row. And that was just amazing. That was again, so much. It was just so much the inner work of um, your relationship to yourself, things in your childhood. I totally cleared so much of my shit around men that I didn't even realize I had that was just, you know, cultural stuff through growing up as a woman in this world. It's pretty difficult. And I got so much out of it and I started to experience um, a lot more turn on and pleasure again, but it was it really felt out of my control and I wasn't having any orgasms, which was like the thing I wanted. (laughs) And so I was, I was making some progress. I was definitely making a lot of inner progress and my ability to just feel energy and be in my body. So I was making some big shifts, still feeling like there was a long way to go though, to get where I wanted. And very soon after that, I studied sexological bodywork, like straight afterwards, somatic sexology. Again, really with the motivation of learning for myself about my own body, my anatomy, pleasure anatomy, just how everything works, how you can work with things, how you can build some sensation, how you can build pleasure, all of that kind of thing. And again, I got a lot out of that course, not any tangible shifts, but just the learning and understanding that's so essential, really, I think. I did have one, not long after that, one really amazing, like full body orgasm, handgasm, heartgasm, nipplegasm experience that was really profound, but it wasn't the vaginal orgasms that I so badly wanted. Um, And it was kind of one-off at the time. I then got to this point where I just decided to give up wanting orgasms. I would, until this point, I would fantasize about having breakthrough orgasm experiences where I would have some amazing world, huge body shaking, earth shaking orgasm and cry and cry and cry and cry and all this stuff would be released and then I would be in my full orgasmic glory. And it never fucking happened. It wasn't happening. And so I just decided, you know what, I'm giving this up. I'm going to, I'm going to totally make peace with the progress I've made and where I am right now. And that I'm just going to keep doing the things and the practices that I know continue to develop sensation and pleasure. I'm just going to, that's just going to be my life's thing. And whatever, if nothing else ever changes, I'm, I'm just going to make peace with where I am. And I think that was, I think that was an important shift for me to have actually. And then it was about six months after that. And so this now is about two years after I discovered Layla Martin and started doing sexuality work on myself. So this is about two years later, right? Um, I uh, was doing something that inadvertently was getting me to own my slut energy or own, should I just say access in the first place and then own my slut energy, the part of me that liked to be fucked, that desired to be fucked. You know, I probably had never really felt that before. That was so blocked for me from cultural conditioning and from being a really intelligent woman and cultural beliefs around women that are really sexual and there's 
definitely like a conflict between intellectual and sexual and just being a strong, independent woman. Slut was gone. She she was not even in the picture, right? And so I had this experience that was really getting me to access that energy and own it. And, you know, prior to that, I didn't know I wasn't owning it. I didn't know I had this massive block towards my slut energy. I just didn't have any awareness of it at all. I thought that I was fully owning my sexuality after all the work I'd done, but there was this whole level that I hadn't got to. And this was the tipping point for me. This is where things really started to change. Within about two months, I just had a clitoral orgasm. And as soon as I had that clitoral orgasm, I could just have clitoral orgasms whenever. I could give myself clitoral orgasms whenever I wanted, as many as I wanted. This was like, I couldn't believe this. I had once before this ever felt pleasure during self-pleasure. And we had to do self-pleasure for my somatic sexology course. And I hated it. I always hated it. (laughs) My homework with Layla was doing self-pleasure and I hated it. And I felt nothing and I felt frustrated. I felt angry. And all of a sudden I could give myself pleasure and I could give myself orgasms. It was amazing. And so I was pretty high off that discovery and enjoying my sexuality and really accessing so much more turn on and sexual energy for myself. And it was really wonderful. It was really amazing. And then I guess about six months after that, the relationship I was in ended and I started seeing my Um, who is now my current partner, we started, we met and we started seeing each other. And again, things just started to escalate and very, very fast. So not long after starting to see each other, I started to have internal orgasms. And then I started to have squirting orgasms and I was having orgasms from penetration only. And I was having cervical orgasms. And I just couldn't believe it. I just became so orgasmic. I feel emotional actually talking about this because I, I really felt like that would never happen for me. I, I could never feel that good. It was just amazing. And that also continued to develop and to having those types of orgasms where you just absolutely dissolve, sense of self dissolves and you just dissolve into presence, into oneness with everything, just absolute total bliss, losing control of my body, of the sounds coming out of me. Pretty sure my neighbors would have thought I was being murdered or something because I didn't even know a human could make sounds like that. I never thought that I would get to that place and I did. It was such it was a long journey, felt like anyway. But I got there and you know, I never believed that I would. I, I think that's a really that's something that I've found through a number of my experiences where I've created very radical transformation, is that I with each of them, I didn't my from an egoic perspective, I didn't believe it was possible. So I totally call bullshit on like, you have to believe a hundred percent to create something. If you, if you don't, then you're never going to get it. It's not true. Your ego, from an egoic perspective, you don't, your ego can think you're totally broken and fucked up and never, ever going to get there. 
but your higher self, your creative spirit, that vaster part of you that is is totally whole and complete, you know, that part of you can hold the torch and the knowing wholeness of your oneness, of the possibility that is available to you. Your your ego is just going to be completely limited and you don't, you can still create everything you want with having that limited ego perspective. But that's diverging onto a totally different topic that I'll talk about another time. This is almost the end of the story, but it's not quite, it's not quite the end of the story. Getting to this place with my partner was that this got me to actually go back to, well, why don't I start exploring self-pleasure and my sacred sexuality practices again? And as I said, I totally hated self-pleasure before. Uh, And then, you know, I started to be able to clitoral orgasms, but I decided to actually do these conscious sacred sexuality practices, self-pleasure ones. And wow, wow, it started taking me again, just next level. I couldn't believe, I'm not even going to use this episode to go into what started to happen in those experiences. But just to tell you, like, I couldn't believe what I started experiencing. I started to be able to give myself the most amazing orgasms. I didn't know you could give yourself such fucking mind-blowing orgasms, but apparently you can. (laughs) And what was so much more than that was bringing to that my blocks, my fears, my limiting beliefs, my pains, and then using these sexual practices to alchemize them and to access expanded states of consciousness, higher states of consciousness, oneness, bliss, joy, total gratitude, feeling completely spiritually connected, completely in touch with my truth and who I truly am. And basically enlightenment, it's a tool for enlightenment and it's a tool that is alchemy. It is sexual alchemy. And that's what I think is the really good shit with sexuality work and practices. And that's what I'm really passionate about is how you can use it as this tool for personal transformation and growth and accessing these higher states of consciousness, expanded states of awareness, where things will occur to you, where you are so plugged in, tuned in, connected to complete knowing, that sense of just, you know, being in your creative spirit. It's a lot like meditation. You can get to the states that you can get to with meditation. Personally, I can get to way higher flying states with Uh, sexuality practices and then just meditation, but you can think of it in a really similar way because you are effectively kind of doing the same thing. You're just um, going about it differently. Meditation is just through your consciousness and these sexuality practices is through your body. So this is the thing about sexuality that I'm actually really passionate about sharing uh, is being able to reach these states and knowing your true self and who you truly are and also being able to alchemize the pain, the hurt, the trauma, whatever is in your system that feels like it's holding you back. It's just, it's just so powerful. So to summarize this episode, 
I just, again, want to point out, I didn't believe it was possible for me to be so orgasmic and reach the places that I did. I absolutely didn't. And I created that. And if I could create that from where I started, anyone can, you can, anyone can. I thought when I started out that my mission was about being able to function normally so that I could have healthy, fulfilling relationships, but it was about so much more than that. It was the most profound spiritual experiences that I've ever had and the most profound experiences of knowing my truth, my wholeness, and my oneness with life. And that's really given me something. It's given me something that nothing can ever take away from me. Our bodies are these instruments of consciousness, these incredible vessels, and our sexual energy is literally our life force energy. Your sexuality is a portal to your divine nature, to your innermost self. You can harness this life force energy and literally use it in this instrument of consciousness that you have to take yourself to different states of consciousness. And I feel like once you really see this and you get it and you experience it and you explore it, it's just crazy that it's not a thing, like it's not a common thing and that our sexuality is even actually taboo and it would be even taboo to talk about that and suggest that and recognize yourself as a sexual being. Just crazy. All right. That brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you so much love. If you have enjoyed this episode and you can think of one person that you think would benefit from it, please send it to them. I would love for everyone that needs to hear this message or that would want to hear this message to hear it. So please help me spread it. And if you do want to share this on your Instagram stories, please make sure you tag me at alexh.co. See you in the next episode.